Welcome everyone to the Random Inks Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about all the trailers that were released over Super Bowl weekend. There were a bunch of them, and if you're a movie fan like we are, you were more impressed with that than the game. Well, maybe not, but it was definitely a good commercial break when they showed a new trailer for a movie that we were looking forward to. So that'll be the focus of this episode, is the movie trailers that came out over the past week. And there were a couple that were released after the Super Bowl uh, happened on Sunday. So we'll be talking about those, just you know, any trailer that was released in the past couple of weeks. And so my name is Justin. I'm glad to be here with you guys. And as always, I have my co-host with me, Mark. Hey guys, good to be here. And today is February 10th, 2018. And this is episode 18 of our podcast. We want to thank you guys for joining us today and listening to us again. And we look forward to spending some time with you guys. So to start off, we want to address a little bit of news from Salt Lake Comic Con. Uh, There's been a couple more guest announcements. Uh, Most notably, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. P.B. Herman. Look, for anyone pre-1992, like this is amazing. (laughs) This is uh, probably your dream come true. I remember watching Pee-wee's Playhouse when I was like five, and I loved the guy. Uh, But I think this kind of falls in the same pit that always happens. And I get you're going to have to have people like this, you know what I mean, Uh, where – I don't know, they're older or not so much in the limelight anymore. I get you can't have A-plus stars. But Pee Wee Herman just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> whatever whatever you want. I know I get some people really like him. Uh, I used to be a big fan when I was like five. But uh, it just it wasn't super exciting for me. When I saw it, I was like, great. Yeah. Here we go. It just kind of seems like a bad pickup. Yeah. Well, like we talked about earlier, there's a certain group of people that do the Comic-Con circuit. And if you look at other Comic-Con guest lists, he's on them. And he's just making the rounds. He's heard that you can make some money signing autographs, taking photos. And so he wants to join in on the bag wagon and get some money. I mean, I don't blame him. I would too. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm not excited about this one. I was a huge Pee Wee Herman fan in high school. Well, not huge, but I liked his movies. He had two movies. And me and my friends used to quote, you know, Pee-wee's Big Adventure to each other all the time. But, you know, that was in high school quite some time ago. And it's it, this announcement does nothing for me. No. And like I said, I mean, it really for me comes down to the what what these people or visitors or whatever you call them, guests, bring as far as Comic-Con goes. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, Fanex Comic Convention goes, um, it, you know, and he doesn't bring anything. He has nothing to do with that world or the genre or anything. But we're gonna bring him in because people want to get a signature by him, yeah. you know. And it's it's silliness to me. I, for me, it takes away from the comic portion of the convention. Yeah. Yeah. So. He'll be there along with Mark Shepard. And this is a guy they posted, you know, a photo collage of him on their website, their Facebook page. And I know I've seen that guy somewhere. I don't recognize his name. I can't remember which movie he's been in, but I've seen him in movies. (laughs) So he's one of those guys. 
He was in the new, uh, the newer uh, Battlestar Galactica. Yes, that's right. Right, that's where I remembered him from. Yeah. But uh, like, I look at this collage and I see the, you know, different things, and I'm just like, I, I don't remember that. Yeah. I, I have no idea, but uh, but he was in Battlestar Galactica, so. Yeah. So Mark Shepard, and then Brandon Sanderson was announced, which uh, he's pretty much been there every year, so. Good to have a familiar face, good author. If you haven't read Brandon Sanderson books, check them out. They're worth your time. You know, check them out on Audible. You know, whatever. He's mm-hmm. worth. He's a good author, and he's worth uh, reading if you like adventure fantasy type books. He's not your typical fantasy author. He's got his own style, his own brand, his own you know storylines that he's developed. So we've talked about him multiple times on our podcast. So I'm sure. That's a familiar sounding name if you've listened to our episodes before, but he'll be there. Yeah, great pickup, I think. Um, I think that any legitimate comic convention or fantasy convention or whatever would need to have him. He's pretty, in my mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's pretty much, you know, the go-to for for fantasy books right now, fantasy sci-fi type books. Um uh, there's other authors that are great, no doubt, but he is like the it. He's like the Robert Jordan, the George, you know, Robert Jordan of his time. He's the, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings writer. I mean, I can't Tolkien. even think of his name. Tolkien of his time, right? For me, that's the way I see him. He's just so iconic, and he brings so much to the table. I think, uh, for me, it's a disappointment if he's not there. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's great, especially because he's local. We're lucky enough that he's a local author for us as well. He's down in Provo, which is uh, about an hour and a half from where I live, probably 45 minutes from where Justin lives. Yeah, yeah, and he's wrote a comic book, so he's legit. He can go to Comic-Cons. <laughs> he is welcome. <laughs> yeah, so he's, you know, he, he's one of the few authors that actively writes books. Unlike uh, Rothfuss or George R. R. Martin, who's written, they've written some awesome, amazing books, but we haven't seen anything for over five years from either of them. So, yeah, they forgot how yeah, they uh, they got uh, seduced by the almighty dollar doing other things. So, yeah, but Brandon Sanderson at least puts out one book a year, if not more. So, mm-hmm. constantly writing. So he he's a good pickup there for Fanex Comic Con or Comic Convention. You can't say you can't say Comic Con here. That's we would like to apologize to San Diego Comic Con for that slip up. Uh, they did ask some a couple cool questions on their Facebook page. I thought was interesting. I'll ask you. Uh, they asked one, "Who is your dream guest to bring to our next show? Who, who, who's for you?" Hmm. If I had to pick someone that I've I had never seen before, and I've you know has never been to Salt Lake Phoenix comic convention before i would say like ewan mcgregor or liam neeson or both yeah because of the star wars connection for me yeah they don't really do signings though you said right i think i talked to you one time and you're like yeah they don't really get into that which is weird i mean why do i want fans what (laughs) but uh no that would be cool what Um, about for you for me, I posted a – so they asked and they said, answer with a GIF only, you know, okay. or GIF, GIF, whatever. GIF, yeah. uh, and I put uh, a GIF of uh, Data number one and uh, <laughs> Captain Picard. Yeah. I, I would love to have those guys back because they never all made it, right? Uh, 
uh, in that one time. I think it was number one. Uh, jo- What's his name? Frakes? Frank? Yeah, Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, Jonathan Frakes. Uh, he, I think he had a wedding or something, or maybe it was his wedding, but he couldn't make it. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to bring them back one last time, um, especially because uh, what's-his-name's coming, Dr. McCoy. Yeah. Uh, so I think that would be cool to get him back. Uh, another question they asked that I really liked as looking at uh, some of the answers is, a fictional character death you will never get over. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Did you? I, I couldn't think of one. Um, probably just because it's fresh on my mind and it's so controversial. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, right? No, that was my favorite death. <laughs> <laughs> no, I scratched that. I will be able to get over it because it was handled good. I would say Han Solo because that was traumatic for me to see that. <laughs> and I still don't like it, so... It was brutal. I know. Right? There's no mercy. I mean, you yeah, want Luke Skywalker went out trying to save everyone, and Han Solo just and he did save everyone, but Han Solo mm-hmm. tried to save his own son, and his son skewered him. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing for me that was a bummer about that whole scene was that after he did it, his eyes didn't turn yellow. I think that would have been yeah. awesome. Yeah, that would have been good. Good twist. Yeah, because then it would have been like, oh, okay. Now he's really gone over the. Yeah, he's really on the dark side now. Yeah. So, uh, for me, like I couldn't really think of one either. You know, it's kind of like, hmm, there's so many. You know, I mean, uh, but then I was reading, you know, reading the other gifts, and I, I, I ran across one that really I agreed with. It was Artax. From, do you know? Never ending story. Never ending story. <laughs> if you were alive in the eighties, you've seen this movie. That's if you're a good born one. In, if you're born anywhere past that, you need to uh, suffer through old CGI and watch it. Yeah. Because uh, <clears throat> that that show's great. I love the show anyway. I mean, it was one of my favorite shows when I was growing up. Uh, movies, not a show, movie. And Artax is the horse. <laughs> and they're going through a swamp and he starts sinking and what's his name is it Atreyu yeah the kid's name and and he like loves his horse he's like don't stop Atreyu you know and he starts <laughs> and then the horse sinks and dies and he's like crying and and uh I would always go to I had to go to the bathroom and then I'd cry for like five minutes and then come back <laughs> out and finish watching the show so it was <laughs> it's actually a really sad death and, it, and that one literally had the most likes and a thumbs up to the uh to it that was a great yeah we're gonna have to watch that and do a review show on that one i forgot about the never ending story right i wasn't billy crystal in it no that was uh princess bride oh princess Br- oh yeah but uh yeah no this that show was great it was an amazing movie um made so long ago like if if i say they had to remake a, a good movie uh for today i would not mind them remaking never ending yeah. story yeah, if they did it right, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. So, but no, that was my death. That was the death that tugged at the heartstrings for our tax. Uh, but uh, no, that was mine. So, yeah, <laughs> pretty about interesting, that. right? That's like when you think about it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Like, <laughs> that was way worse than Han Solo's death. Heart tax, man. I know, and the kid, the poor kid, he just screaming at him, no heart tax. <laughs> and then the wolf comes out and. Yeah. 
But all right, so that's pretty much I think the the news out of Fanex Salt Lake Comic Convention these days. So hopefully we can get some more uh, some more people coming, people better than Pee Wee Herman. But we will see. Yeah, I'm just hoping they're like, well, we got to start somewhere. Let's get this guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I understand they're gonna have people like that, and that's fine. But I mean, if that's one of your go-to people. You know, him and Dick Van Dyke were in trouble. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, we posted something on our Facebook page uh, this last week, a couple days ago, about the upcoming slate of Marvel movies that are coming out in 2018. And there's quite a bit this time. Um, Let's see. Let me pull it up. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six. Six Marvel movies. That's pretty... That's a lot compared to DC who has one. They've got Aquaman coming out in November, but uh, <laughs> that's their lone movie. <laughs> but uh, so Black Panther what? comes out. Why do you think that is? I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Why do you think that is? Do you think they just don't want to compete or they're having a hard time putting stuff together? Like I've always wondered why they're putting out one movie every few years and here Marvel is putting out like 15 movies a minute. Yeah. Uh, I can only speculate. But I would say, you know, they're still in their phase one, to borrow a term from the Marvel studios. They're still in phase one. And, you know, when Marvel started out with phase one, it was pretty much one movie a year, maybe one every 18 months. And that's kind of where they're at. You know, they're doing all the origin stories. And next year they'll have more than one. So. Hopefully from there they'll they'll pick it up. I know they've they've got a full slate scheduled for the next couple you know few years. They got multiple movies in production right now, so you know they've got um, Shazam in production. They're starting with Suicide Squad two, Wonder Woman two. So you know so they're they're on their way up. They're ramping up, but I think they just keep taking hits with you know Justice League not performing well and all the drama that went with that that we've talked about before as well as even though Dawn of Justice was a great movie the critics didn't like it a lot of the fans didn't like it so you know there's a lot of just you know conflict and drama while with you know the Marvel movies everyone was excited about the movies they did well so they were able to just you know pump out the movies and I think with the early days of the DC films, it was Zack Snyder, you know, just one guy. Love him or hate him, it was just one guy who was in charge of everything. He, he did Man of Steel, he did Dawn of Justice, he executive produced Wonder Woman, he did Justice League, you know. So he's handling all these films. While now with Marvel, they've got multiple directors, multiple producers. You know, they got one guy in charge of everything, overseeing everything. But, you know, there's multiple directors doing all these films. So they're able to produce them a lot faster. And I think DC is just starting to make that move where they're Mm -hmm. starting to get more people on board. Okay. Okay, yeah, just a question. I I just have always wondered that, and sometimes I wonder, are they a little late to the party? Or they might is be. Well? They might be. I, I think they'll keep plugging along. 
and I think they just need a couple movies that go back to back that you know that just perform well and I think you'll see an explosion there but we'll see so that's mm-hmm. my speculation anyway so okay. Marvel 2018 starting basically next week Black Panther you know that this film's getting a lot of hype in the last couple of weeks and I think that's it's warranted I'm looking forward to it I think it'll be a great movie um, a new take on things uh, then in May, May 4th, Avengers 3, Avengers Infinity War. Both of those are produced by Marvel Studios, a.k.a. Disney. And then after that, May 18th, a couple weeks later, we got Deadpool 2, which is distributed by 20th Century Fox. Um, and then July 6th, so about two months later, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is Ant-Man 2, produced by Marvel Studios. So Marvel Studios puts out three this year. 20th Century Fox will put out two. Uh, After Ant-Man and the Wasp, we'll have Venom, October 5th. And that's, if you don't know who Venom is, he's from the Spider-Man universe. He's, you know, the black-suited Spider-Man. We'll be looking at that trailer a little bit later in a couple few minutes so we'll talk more about him um then the next x-men movie dark phoenix comes out november 2nd and that is in the new timeline with you know days of future past apocalypse you know that those new characters not new characters but new actors playing you know the characters that we we've enjoyed seeing and that's done by 20th Century Fox, while Venom is done by Sony. So, you know, multiple studios putting out six movies. So that, that makes a difference. Is there any one that you're more excited about, Mark, than, than the others? Um, X-Men. X-Men for sure. I'm a big X-Men fan. I've always been an X-Men fan. Uh, the reason I say that... Over the other ones. Uh, never mind. X-Men and Venom tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason I say those two over the other ones because I feel like those two have the potential not to be the same old, same old. Right. Uh, Black Panther, I think, has some potential because it's like a new character. You're talking about a different part of the country. There's a lot of expectation for it. You know, I like the actor. He's great. And it looks like it can be different, but I've thought that before. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, you know, not that there's anything bad with those stories. I'm just, you know, like, oh, here comes the joke. Oh, here comes the whatever, you know. Like, it's just almost on cue. Yeah. And so, and because, you know, Black Panther, uh, the Avengers 3, uh, Ant-Man 2, kind of, you know, well, I guess it's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, they're like directly connected to all that. I just don't have a whole lot of hope for them being different, you know. Um, I'll still go watch them. I'm still excited for them. But I think X-Men and the Venom are going to be completely different. You're not going to get that same vibe. You're not going to get the same thing as you get from the others. And that excites me because I like things I can't anticipate. I like a new story. I like a new feel. Uh, I really like the direction they've gone with the new X-Men uh, with the new cast and the new everything. I, I like it. Um, uh, I like 
I, I love Venom. Venom's one of my favorite characters from back in the day. Uh, I have his original comic books that came out. I have the originals. I love them. Uh, they're tucked away in a storage unit. Uh, but uh, they... Uh, he's always been one of my favorite characters. I don't know why. Um, he's pretty much the anti-Spider-Man. Uh, and we'll talk more about it. Tom Hardy, right? That's his name. Yeah. Amazing, amazing pickup. Great. So I'm I'm just excited all around. Uh, he looks like he's turned his back on DC Films, though. Gone over to Marvel. That's yeah. kind of sad. But that's okay. Yeah. So for me, it would be Avengers 3, Infinity War, just because, you know, this is, you know, 10 years later, we're finally getting to the point where it all comes together. This and Avengers 4, um, which is, they were shot simultaneously, I guess, you know, back to back or whatever. So those two movies are kind of, you know, this is what it's all about. It's what it all comes down to. And it just, it kind of, I mean, we talked about the, the previous movies they're kind of getting to the same thing. Part of me is like, I'm glad it'll be over, but I don't want it to be over, but it'll be good to wrap it up. Because then you can move on to these other movies that are going to be different, hopefully. You know, they have the potential to go in a different direction with new characters. So I'm excited for that. Um, second, I, I like Ant-Man. Um, I liked the first one. I thought it was different. The same kind of story, but... You know, the character was a little different for me anyway. Um, so those two, I like uh, Black Panther, obviously. We're going to go see that next week. But um, the my least favorite is Deadpool 2. I just have no interest in Deadpool. Never have. And part of it is when we go to Comic Cons, you know, New York, Salt Lake, whatever. <laughs> there's like a 100 Deadpools everywhere, right? And it's just, you know, there's a... He tries to be the anti-hero, the the crass, the you know the annoying superhero, and it's it's a gimmick for me. It's like okay, that's it's funny the first five minutes, and then after that, it's just it doesn't mean anything anymore. So that in movie form, I'm just not interested in seeing it. Yeah, I I saw the first one. You know, I finally just watched it. Not a horrible film, but my heck, like, they just went way overboard with trying to be, like, this crass anti-hero. And and that kind of took a lot away from me. Like, you know, I don't go watch a hero movie to hear the F word every two, word, every two minutes, you know. Yeah. it's uh, It was insane. They really went overboard with it. I know it got a lot of good reviews. A lot of people went and saw it, et cetera, et cetera. But... Um, it just didn't excite me when they announced the second one. I okay, I mean it's gonna come out, and I'm sure at some point I'll watch it. But I'm just not excited for it. It's just like I'm just gonna have to kind of suffer through it just to say I watched it, kind of thing. And <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just not not really into it. You okay. know, I I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. Kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the, the comic book movies that are coming out this year. Um, the six Marvel movies and then the one DC movie, Aquaman. So moving on to trailers. Uh, at my count, there's six that we're going to be talking about. 
Uh, one is Solo, and there were two trailers that came out for that one. One on Super Bowl Sunday, it was like a 45 second, maybe 30 second spot, and then the official teaser trailer that was longer. And then we had Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom. We had an Avengers Super Bowl commercial, and then Venom, and then Tomb Raider. Those are the big ones that were shown. So first up, we'll talk about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We reviewed this trailer uh, a couple episodes ago, and we were worried about it, you know, kind of falling into the same storyline that we saw with Lost World. With no, was it Lost World? Uh, uh the second Jurassic Park movie, where they brought the T Rex to uh, the states. Yeah, it is. The Lost World. Okay. Yeah, Lost World. They brought the T-Rex to the States to kind of show it off. Say, hey, look what we found. Look at this amazing dinosaur. And then, of course, the dinosaur escapes captivity and runs through the city, destroying everything. So we were worried that we would follow that same kind of storyline and just be a repeat. And in watching the trailer, there were some moments where it kind of hints at that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the first thing I thought. I saw that and I was like, oh, great. Uh, I was happy because I was right and I was sad because I was right. <laughs> and, uh, right? Because, yeah. I mean, uh, it's always good to be right. You got to be apt, give yourself, you know, pat on the back for being that good. And then you were right about something you didn't want. Yeah. And so. I, yeah, I saw that. The only redemption I can see in it is that when they brought in the cage uh-huh. and they were swinging it through, I, I had a feeling that that was a Gen X facility. Okay. And if that's the case, then they might turn a little bit into something good because I want to know about, is it Gen X? Is that who it is? Or InGen? InGen or InGenix. Yeah, we look it yeah, up. Yeah, whatever it is. But um, I want to know more about that because they really hinted at a cool, you know, conspiracy going on with with it, and uh, and so if they take it that course, yeah, it sucks because it's the same thing, but it's a new twist on the same thing, which can be good. It can be turned into something great. So. I'm hoping, cross the fingers, it is, but if not, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. I'll still go see it because Bryce Dallas Howard is in it, and she is freaking <clears throat> cute. And, um, She's and, a good uh, actress. She is. Hey, <laughs> did you know, this is off, off record, this is off the side, did you know that she was in uh, Spider-Man 3? Yes. I had forgot she was in Spider-Man 3. As Gwen Stacy. Yes, yes, that's it. She falls out yeah. of the building. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I saw that. I was like, hey, you know, but uh, okay, back to back to reality. But um, no, I uh, I'm excited that I like the actors in it. I'm just real standoffish because I I feel like they're going the same route, and I hate movies that replay themselves. Um, but with the right twist, it could be good. Is it Engine? Did you look it up? Yeah, it's Engine. I-N-G-E-N. Okay. I-N-G-E-N. They so, have their own and, website. If you go to oh. masraniglobal.com, 
There's a whole oh. website dedicated to engine. <laughs> there you go. So it's real, apparently. So if you yeah. see dinosaurs running down the road, you know where it came from. But uh, no, it should be good. I think, what's that guy's name? Wu, Dr. Wu. I'm surprised we didn't see him in it. Yeah. Henry Wu, Dr. Henry Wu. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't see him in the trailer. I assume he's in the film. I haven't looked at the cast or anything, but I I would assume he's in the film. But we'll see. I mean, I, I'll still go see it because um, there's a lot of great things it can offer, but I'm a little a little wary. Yeah, and I think if they take us down that road, but then they there's a twist, like you said, I think then it's okay, right? Because then it's not the same thing. If it is, you know, we didn't see any shots of the dinosaurs running through a city, right? It was just that scene with the dinosaur in the cage. And then there's and a, in the bedroom or yeah, something. The dinosaur in the bedroom. But, you know, where's the bedroom? Is it on mm-hmm. the engine, you know, campus or whatever? You know, it could be something like that. Yeah. So a little worried, but still have some good hopes for it. Some great shots. Uh, we got the the T Rex coming out of the tunnel. We got the uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character and the the new character who's black, and he screams like a girl. And you think it's, <laughs> you think it's Claire, but it's funny. not. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that part in yeah. the uh, the trailer. So a lot of great chase scenes. I think from what I'm getting, they go back to the island, and the dinosaurs have kind of settle down they're just roaming around doing their thing and then the volcano explodes and all chaos breaks loose and they gotta escape and they bring some back with them or something so that's kind of what I'm gathering from the storyline mm-hmm. yep uh, I like that they brought Ian Malcolm back yeah um, I think that's a great great idea I was kind of hoping to see a couple more of the original cast but He'll do. Yeah. Yep. So that's coming out this summer. Do we have a release date? Um, we will in ten, nine, <laughs> eight, uh, June twenty second. Okay. So mid June. All right. Next up, Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, got two commercials for that the the Super Bowl commercial and there were a lot of a lot of good things about these these two trailers there were a lot of similar scenes but there was a couple additions to the second one that you didn't see in the first one um, I'm liking so with this one it's a origin story or a maybe a prequel with Han Solo as the main character obviously so it's pre episode 4 after episode 3 the Empire's in power and you got Han Solo, he's joining up to, to join the Empire military to be a pilot. Kind of gather that from the, the teaser. Uh, he's got a past with Kira, a new female character who is played by uh, Amelia Clark, who is on Game of Thrones as well as Terminator Genesis. So it's this movie, everyone remember this moment that you found out this is why... We will not see a Game of Thrones until 2019. Yes. Because she was filming solo. Yep. Great career move for her. <laughs> <laughs> so we got her. I guess her and Han Solo grew up together or they were, you know, friends as 
as youngsters. And we got Woody Harrelson as a mentor. He wants to get Han and Kira and Lando makes an appearance in this film as a main character. He wants to get them to go on a, a heist, is what I gather. He's got a mission for him. And so that's what this movie's about. And then Paul Bettany's in it as well. And I think someone else I'm, I can't remember. But yeah, so it looks to be a heist movie adventure. We get to see the Millennium Falcon. Brand new, white, and shiny floors. Oh, Warwick Davis is in this. Warwick Davis? Okay. Yeah, he played Willow. Yep, he's been in all pretty much all the Star Wars movies since Return of the Jedi, as well as Willow. He starred in Willow. Yeah. Okay. Harry Potter. He was one of the workers at Gringotts. Bank. Clint Howard is in it. Clint Howard, of course. It's a Ron Howard film. <laughs> I like him, though. He plays all of these weird characters. You know, I think he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, so a lot of great visuals. Uh, if you're familiar with the Star Wars story, it looks like we're going to see the Kessel Run and how Han Solo made it in 14 parsecs. Well, 12 parsecs. Uh, I was wondering 12 if you, parsecs. I was wondering if you are going to catch that. I was seeing how smart you were. <laughs> the question is, right, is if parsec is a distance – how did he run it in 12? That's a good question. I think we'll they'll explain out. it. I think they'll explain it. So, uh, I think Donald Glover's a great Lando uh, Is How do you say it? Calrissian? Yeah, Calrissian. Yeah, I think Donald Glover's great. Uh, he played in the, the probably the biggest show I know him is in, is in the community. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think he's a great pickup. I think he'll do great, uh, a great Lando, someone that you would think of Lando being young. Yeah. Uh, so, Amelia Clark, I, I like her. I think she did great before Game of Thrones. I'm sure she's gonna do amazing outside of great Game of Thrones. I don't really know Alden Einrich. Is that how you say it? Iron yeah. Rick. This is like his first big role. So he's fairly new, from what I I haven't seen him in a movie before. Yeah, I don't know. What What do you think of him? I mean, you've kind of seen you. You're a big Star Wars fan. I'm sure that you grew up wishing you were Han Solo and you know shooting lasers and you oh, yeah. know yeah. stuff. But well, what do you think about this pickup for uh, for Han Solo? You think it's good, risky? What do you, What do you think? Uh, my first impression was he doesn't look like Harrison Ford. You know, it's. So I don't know what they saw in him. Maybe it was his attitude, you know, his personality came through that reminded them of Harrison Ford. Um, because it was basically, you know, Kathleen Kennedy, who runs Lucasfilm, was involved heavily in the casting process for this movie. So uh, they saw something, because he was one of the first that auditioned, and they auditioned hundreds. And they eventually went back to him again, and were like, yep, this is our guy. So... Was Harrison Ford part of that process? Do you know? Uh, not that I've heard. I know they, after he was cast, they met and kind of talked about things. You know, hey, you know, this is how Han Solo thinks. This is what my motivation was when I was acting as Han Solo. So they've had that meeting, but it was after. I haven't heard of anything before. I, you know, I could be wrong, but at this point I haven't heard anything. I'm more excited about Donald Glover, like you said, being cast as Lando. I think that's perfect casting. Um, so I'm not... I have confidence that they made the right choice, but 
I, I'm still kind of wait and see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting. Like you said, to see what, what happens with it. Um, I think this could be a, a make or break for future solo movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, what was I going to say about Alden Ehrenreich? I think, um, I think if you can't, you can't match Harrison Ford. Like if you try and just imitate him, it's not going to, it'll be cool for like 10 minutes. And then you're like, well, this guy isn't Harrison Ford. Or if you try to mimic him, you know, you got to bring your own flavor to it. It's, it's a different era. He's in a different place in life. So I think you just got to act as he would act as Han Solo would act. Right. Mm -hmm. And bring a little bit of Harrison Ford in here and there to kind of remind you but I think you gotta act it in your own way and if you try to just mimic it it's gonna fall flat yeah yeah that's a good point you know because like you said there's there's not gonna be another Harrison Ford as as Han Solo and to to match it would be doing a disservice to everybody especially to Harrison Ford himself but like you said I think we have to realize this is when Han Solo's young He's still, you know, kind of a kid, you know, growing up. And when we meet him, he's older, you know, and, you know, a little bit more established into what he became and who he is. So, uh, you know, I think you do have to go in this with an open mind and kind of realize like, okay, this is Han's beginnings. And I can't go in here thinking, oh, that's not Han. That's not what he would do because, you know, we don't know him yet. He hasn't become the Han Solo we do know yet. So we need to keep that in mind. And same with Lando, you know, Lando Calrissian, you know, it's not going to be the same guy. Not that we saw a lot of him, but it's not going to be the same type of attitude or anything. It's going to be new characters like we've never seen him before. Yeah. I mean, I was a different person when I was 18 than I was when I was 35, right? I think that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm excited for it. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, on a side note, I think it'd be cool if, if he did well, if the movie did well, and people liked Alden Ehrenreich, if they also went back and did some Indiana Jones stuff with him, right? As a young, <laughs> a young Indiana Jones. That would be kind of awesome. Yeah. Like an Indiana Jones reboot or yeah. what? what do you well, think? Just perhaps like a, some prequels or something, you know, before Raiders of the Lost Ark. Or pass pass it off to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even do that, he could be the son. Yeah, you know, take uh, Shia Le- whatever. I don't know how to pronounce it. Take his place, you know. But uh, that would be pretty cool, you know. That would be amazing because he'd just be like, we've seen it all before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Solo, that comes out May 25th, I believe. We might go to it. Yeah, we'll probably go if we got time. Yeah, junkie movies, we'll see. <laughs> no, just kidding. We'll be there. We'll be there because uh, Justin will love it. He'll probably sleep outside even though they don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, I'm too old for that. <laughs> so next up, they did show a new 30-second commercial for Avengers Infinity War. And didn't re- really reveal much about the plot. Just showed... 
you know, the, all the characters. I think it showed every one of them, all the Avengers. You know, we got a shot of uh, Iron Man, Spider-Man, and um, who is it? Doctor Captain Strange. Strange. Uh, Captain America with his beard, right? He's in there, too. Um, we got, who is it? Oh, we got the Guardians of the Galaxy with uh, Star-Lord, Gamora. Rocket. Rocket. Groot. Groot. And, uh... What's their name comes along too, right? That weird lady that they met. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With he was with she was with ego. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Mantis. Yeah. Is that Mantis, her name Mantis? Yeah. yeah. And then there's a shot of uh, Thor in a ship with Groot and Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> Who the hell are you guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they they they're joining the party through space we got a shot of loki uh and they showed a in the first trailer they had the big circle thing in the sky and we had spider-man go on it to kind of try and climb it and find out what's going on i guess mm-hmm. and in this commercial we got it looks like it's higher up in space or in the atmosphere at least and he's he's still on it so it looks like he's in peril there of falling off we got Black Widow. We got Black Widow with the the blonde hair, different look. Yeah, I know. Kind of looked uh, looked interesting. I, I I think I liked it. Yeah. And we got Vision. Uh, what else? For a little bit. Huh? Vision for a little bit. I that's the, I I think Vision's days are numbered okay. in this film. Well, he is basically an Infinity Stone, so I wonder how that's gonna play out. Yeah, I just I think the vision that we know's days are numbered. Yeah, that's true. He could change into a different character, and we got a a scene with Captain America with the beard, like you said, and Black Panther, and Captain America has a new shield. Yeah, new arm tech, right? Like yeah. that, because he gave up his shield in the last one that we saw. Did he give it up? Yeah, right. Remember, Tony's like, you know, you don't deserve that shield. And oh. he said, probably not, or something. He threw it on the ground. That's right. Okay. So, yeah, new shield is probably made out of vibranium as well. He doesn't have the the stars and stripes in this that I can see, anyway. And we got Tony Stark with some new armor as well. Of course, I think he has new armor in every iron man movie or appearance mm-hmm. i saw roadie in there too right well i saw the not roadie himself but saw his uh um the what's his name the his suit oh iron patriot Foreman. yeah i saw iron patriot suit in there but uh didn't didn't actually show him but we saw his suit so i assume he's there he's yeah. back back problem solved yeah uh, we got, uh, is it Nebula, the blue girl from Guardians of the Galaxy? Is that her name? Yeah, I didn't notice her, though. I was just going to ask about that if you think she'll show up, but yeah. apparently she will. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And then we got Winter Soldier, uh, Bucky Barnes. Got some more Doctor Strange with his sh- shield magic. Mm hmm. 
Doctor Strange, probably one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Then the Hulk's there with the Wakandian armies. Yeah, so pretty much, you know, and then Thanos there at the end. Mm-hmm. So nothing new as far as story-wise. just, you know, outlines, hey, these are the Avengers, and they're coming May 4th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks good. Well, I'll see it. I think my big prediction, and I kind of talked about this before, is that we will see Abomination, the Red Skull, and uh, so it's Blonsky, the Red Skull, and uh, who was it back? Ivan. I think yeah. we'll see them all back. Is it Whiplash? Is that his code name? Yeah, Whiplash. Oh, yeah, Whiplash. Oh, and maybe we'll see... Uh, um, What's his name? Remember the end of Spider-Man? He went to jail? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. That'd be cool. Vulture? Vul- yeah, I couldn't remember. I was like thinking of birds. I couldn't remember the <laughs> name. Yeah, I, I wonder if we'll see him too. But that's my big prediction is that they're somehow going to be part of this film. Whether it's the first or the second Infinity War, I think they will be in it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we just talked about that a little bit more in depth on our Marvel Avengers series, the Marvel Avengers movies rewatch series, uh, episode five of with Thor. We talked a little bit more about that, so make sure you check that out. Um, after the Avengers, we got Venom, and you're the Venom fan of the of the group, so I want you just let us know what you liked about that trailer. Uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah. That's, I mean, he is a great actor, plays in a lot of great roles. I really in, enjoy his stuff. Um, and then when I saw that he was playing Venom, immediately it was like, oh, what a great pickup. What a, what a great match right there. Uh, I think he'll be a great, great match for the Venom character and how he is, his attitudes and stuff like that. Um It'll be interesting to see how they do it all. I mean, you could see that they had that, uh, like that liquid or you know, parasitish liquid in there that somehow he's gonna get in contact with, and it's gonna help you know take him over and transform him in, into venom. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get to see a whole lot. Mostly, it just kind of showed him running around. Yeah. But uh, it, it looked really interesting. I wonder if they're gonna have Spider-Man in it. Do you know? Haven't heard. Yeah, because it, it showed him – I think it showed his back just for a second. Spider-Man? Kind of, yeah. Like if you rewatch the trailer, I think just for a second you kind of see him looking on like he's looking at something. Um, but hmm. this will be, be cool. And, and then it makes me wonder too if that it's another setup like, oh, we're going to see Venom here and then he's going to show up in Infinity Wars too as the anti-Spider-Man. Because you have to. I just The more I think about it, the more it doesn't make sense for Thanos to fight all these other characters by himself. He has to have people that can counter you know, some of these superheroes. And Venom is the direct counter of Spider-Man. Yeah. And Abomination for Hulk. You know, when you go down the list, Ivan for uh, Iron Man. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so, I, I mean... Makes me wonder if that's really what they're doing. But uh, besides that, this this movie looks like it could have some great potential. I'm excited to see further 
um, trailers to kind of see if they open up what what it what it's going to happen and how they're going to go with the storyline. Um, the original Spider-Man's kind of flubbed Venom, if you remember. Yeah. And uh, so it was kind of a disappointment there. But I think this one looks really interesting. This looks like a, a Venom I could like. And as crazy as it is, Venom's not a good character. He's a evil character. He d- In the comic books, he does do some good things. He's not just like straight evil. But, uh, you know, this is a... Uh, an evil character I can root for, and I like it because you don't see a lot of m- dedicated movies about villains. Yeah, right. We don't watch a movie all about Joker being the Joker. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. We, we, oh, that's true. That's true. It's coming but out. but do you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. just that's not a normal movie. So I think that's really cool and how they can do it and really kind of build the Venom character for future whatever they do with it another movie another crossover whatever they want to do i think there could be some good things and uh, they're probably setting it up for future spider-man venom conflicts yeah you got to i mean if you have i think you can get away with this movie with tom hardy fighting you know turning into this bad guy this evil character but in the end he does succumb to it but then what you know who's the let's say Venom is your protagonist. Who's the antagonist to Venom? You know, Spider-Man. Or who else is going to step in and try and stop him? So you got to have more comic book characters stepping in, coming into this franchise. And the most, the biggest one that makes the most sense is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting. I th- so is uh, is Venom, he was infected by a virus. Is that what it is? The symbiote? Is that what they call it? Yeah, the symbiote, and it kind of uh, drives out. It like really amplifies your your moods. For example, like so, if you have you know, and they kind of explained it in the third one. You know, like if you have like revenge in your heart, that's the that's kind of the personification you're going to have from Venom. It's going to amplify that into something good which is why venom does some good things in the comic books because he's not always vengeful yeah. you know he's not always whatever and you know it's kind of like the anti perfect anti you know spider-man is you know he he uses that power for good and he doesn't let you know he tries not to let a whole lot of personal feelings get in his way you know and uh, you know he's a hero and he's gonna do good things whereas venom's all about like i'm gonna do whatever i feel like doing and if that means I have to, this guy pissed me off and I'm going to kill him, that's what it is, right? So, um, yeah, so the symbiote kind of grows around him and becomes part of him. Uh, if I remember right, originally um, the Venom and Spider-Man were kind of one person and then he pulled himself off kind of like you see in the third one, you know, the original Spider-Man, and they separate. Yeah. Um, and then that's kind of how... Venom comes about, but I like how they've done this kind of like, okay, we don't want to go down that weird road again, so let's uh, just set up Tom Hardy to, I guess it's Eddie Brock, who it is, and, um, you know, have him, his own story to get it, get it, and I think that'll be interesting how they play it out, and I, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, Woody Harrelson's also in this movie. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, kind of interesting. I was just looking at their cast list, and it does say Tom Holland, who plays Peter Parker. He is rumored to be in it. Uh, I think they should do it. 
Yeah, I think you have to bring him in. Maybe not as a lot, but I think you do have to bring him in to show that connection. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that comes out October 5th of this year. So keep the, keep an eye out for that. Let's mark it on your calendar. Uh, this is just the teaser trailer, so we'll be getting more uh, an extended trailer probably in the summer, I would imagine, or maybe even May. So this is uh, a minute and a half. Most trailers are about two minutes, two and a half minutes. So we'll be seeing more from, from Venom in the near future. Uh, then the last trailer that came out uh, over the last few days was Tomb Raider. This is the second trailer for this, this film. Uh, the first one that came out, I saw, I've seen it in theaters a couple times. And to be honest, I wasn't that interested in it. It didn't tell me anything new or get me excited about anything new. Uh, but the second one, I'm, I'm liking a lot better. Uh, I think the, the actor who plays Laura Croft in this one is a lot better than Angelina Jolie. Um, as far as an action star... I think uh, she's a little more, she comes across as a little more athletic. It's Alice, Alicia Vilkander, I think it's how you say it. Yeah, that. not quite sure how to say her last name either. <laughs> Vikander, Alicia Vikander. But she was in one of the Bourne mo- the last Bourne movies. She did a great job there. I think she just has a little more gravitas than, than Angelina Jolie did, at least for me. I never yeah. bought... Uh, Angelina Jolie is an action hero. I always, when I see Angelina Jolie in those type of films, you know, I I always think that she's a filler. You know, she they got her because she's a big name. Yeah. Not because she's good for the role. Yeah. And yeah, like you, when I saw the the trailer, I was like, oh yeah, you know, you, you can see it a little bit better, you know, as far as matching the game because I think Laura Croft right is the game. Everyone kind of looks at the game. Um, to compare Laura Croft to and I think you know she kind of matches more of what you see there yeah yeah and it's an origin story so a reboot of what we saw before um, Laura Croft has to go find her dad so she goes on adventures or I don't know if she's going to find her dad but she's she finds her dad's secret study I guess you could say and so she goes and finds out some information and has to solve a, a mystery is what I gather from it so she goes to do so I guess her father disappeared on an island so she goes to that island to try and find some clues on to what happened and I can tell you right now she's going to find out her dad's still alive <laughs> <laughs> that's no, a, no mystery that's there a pretty big uh, pretty big you know, guess there. I, I don't know how you got that. <laughs> yeah. But this movie comes out in March, it looks like. March 16th. So just a little over a month. Oh, wow. And I have hardly heard anything about it. Yeah. This is the second trailer and not much uh, word or much chatter on this, on this film. So I'm a little worried about it. Hmm. I wonder if they're worried because the first ones, like you said, I think they came out with two of them and they weren't that great. Um, I think they mostly picked 
uh, Angelina Jolie because she matched the dimensions of the video game yeah. um, and everything that means. And uh, but that that's as far as it went. The substance of the movie was pretty horrible. So I think this one they might be kind of tentative because they don't know how people are going to react, um, and it could tank Warcraft yeah. forever. Yeah, we won't see another one, or we could. It could be amazing. It looks good just on the surface. Um, it looks pretty, pretty interesting. Really action packed. I've always thought that Laura Croft, Laura Croft, and Indiana Jones need to meet because I feel like it's the same type of show yeah. with the girl and then with the guy, right? I, I think that would be a sweet crossover. But um, yeah. but I, I think this has a lot of good potential. I like the actor. I kind of like. I didn't know too much about the storyline. Like you said, they didn't show a ton, but it looks like finds her dad, goes over there. There's some deep-rooted conspiracy, end-of-the-world type stuff, and I have a feeling she'll win the day. But uh, Maybe. Yeah, may, maybe the world ends. And this could never be, be that one movie. Two. It could be. Where the hero fails. The hero, yeah, we'll see Laura Croft die, end of the world will happen, and we'll all leave feeling depressed. But uh, no, I think it, it has some interesting angles especially with her dad in there you know kind of being a, a focal point of the movie yeah. so we'll see I'll, we'll go see it i i don't know my wife is due right about then so i don't know <laughs> if i can go to this one but we'll see if i if i think i can get away for a couple hours and risk missing my twins being born i might do that so uh, no i won't do that don't tell my wife isn't so. worth it <laughs> <laughs> So, but I'll, I'll probably go see it at some point. Yeah. Yep. So that comes out March 16th. And that's the last of the trailers that's, that we're going to be talking about for this episode. But I'm sure there will be more in the next couple months that we'll, we'll see. And then we'll talk about them here on Random Angst or our podcast. Uh, just a reminder to visit our sponsor, audible.com. If you're into reading books and you just can't find the time to read all the books that you want to read, try audible.com for audiobooks. Uh, they're a great way to catch up on your reading. Read some novels that you want to read, but you know they're at least a year down the road from on your stack of to-read books. But if you use Audible books, you'll be able to listen to them on your way to work, whether you're driving, riding the train, you know, whatever the case may be, or if you're doing housework or chores, or whatever the case may be. Working out of the gym, they're a great way to catch up on your reading. And if you go to audibletrial.com slash randomangst, you'll be able to get a free audiobook on us to determine if that's something you want to keep doing. Uh, you will have to sign up for a 30-day window. Uh, it's a 30-day trial, then after that you'll be charged uh, $15 a month, depending on the plan that you choose. But... Uh, the basic plan is $15 a month for one audiobook credit. Um, I mentioned before on previous auto uh, podcasts that, I've, that I'm a member and I've got a stack of books that I want to get to and I've been listening to them on Audible and it's a great way to, to get caught up. Uh, you can also go to our website, randomangst.com and there's an advertisement there. If you go through it that way, it's the same deal but you'll get two free audio credits. So, you know, choose which one you want to do. audibletrial.com slash randomangst 
or go to our website randomakes.com you'll see the banner right on the right side of our website so you know sign up let us know what you think if it's worth it or what book you got all that good stuff uh, also we have started advertising thinkgeek.com they're not a sponsor for us but it's a great way to express your nerddom and you know buy some products some clothing gadgets of your favorite franchise whether it be star wars star trek uh, game of thrones harry potter they got all that great stuff that you can buy on their website from t-shirts to bathrobes you know whatever so go to our website check out think geek and click on some some banners there helps us out if you buy something but you also be able to get some good stuff i bought a couple bags that i use uh i bought a, a special exclusive comic convention bag that i use Nerd. and i got a gift for mark a backpack that he can use for his comic convention swag as well not nerdy <laughs> so you've had a chance to use that backpack what do you think of it I love it, actually. I really do like it. It's a great backpack to take with me to the, con the conventions. Um, I use it for other things. I'm, uh, I enjoy it. So I'm. Uh, if we still plan to go to that gaming con, I'm going to take it with me. It's it's just neat. I, it's easy to tote around. It carries everything I need. It's got a lot of pockets worth getting. So yeah, if you go to yeah. conventions, I would suggest a backpack like that. Yeah. It's called the bag of holding, and they got different variations. I got a shoulder bag. Mark's got a backpack. So, you know, pick your style. They're very roomy and spacious. You can fit tons of stuff in there. So definitely check them out. Thinkgeek.com. If you go through our website and click on the banners, you can help us out by shopping Thinkgeek. So next up, uh, we... Something else that came out on Super Bowl Sunday was a commercial for the Cloverfield Paradox, which is the third movie in the Cloverfield franchise. It was released on Netflix later that day on Super Bowl Sunday. And so I went home after the big game and watched it. And I'm a big Cloverfield fan. Fan. I saw the first one, just entitled Cloverfield. I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. And then to see this... It was great to see that, you know, you hear it's been in development for quite some time. They keep kept pushing the date back. And then finally they decided not to release it in theaters and just release it on Netflix. And interesting enough, it's a prequel that happens in the future. So um, I don't want to go into too much review here, just uh, a little bit. Did you end up watching it, Mark, yet? You know, I haven't seen either of the other two, okay. so no. I want to watch the other two. I just haven't. I don't know why. I just need to watch them. I think it's because I saw the trailer for the first one, and it looked like like uh, super shaky, yeah. and I get motion sickness watching stuff like that, and so I didn't know if I wanted to, to risk that. So Yeah. Yeah, the first one, Cloverfield, is shot, you know, shaky cam type thing. It's meant to... You know, there's a lot of, there's some chaos that happens in New York City. And so people are running around and it's it's set up so that one of the actors is carrying a video camera around with him when all this stuff is going on. 
And then at the end of the movie, they they find the camera, and this is the footage on the camera. So it's set up to be that way. So that's why it's it's a home video camera type format where it's first person running around the city. So uh, I would recommend seeing the Cloverfield Paradox first. Oh, okay. So watch it before the first one. Yeah, they're not all directly connected. But there's hints here and there of how they're connected. But you won't see an actor from the first one carry over to the second and then to the third. I think they're going to do that eventually. But for now, it's just kind of point in time. You know, this happened over here. This happened here. And then this one happened there. But it's all kind of the same event. Oh, okay. So watch uh, the Cloverfield Paradox. Then watch Cloverfield. And then 10 Cloverfield Lane. You could probably watch Cloverfield or 10 Cloverfield Lane either way, first or second, or second or third, I guess. It's not, like I said, they don't really tie in, so it probably wouldn't matter. Hmm. And then there's a new Cloverfield movie coming out in October. They've already finished filming and they're going to start, you know, post production. So is it going to be a Netflix release as well or movie? No, that's going to be released in theaters. Okay. So, and then there's rumors of a Cloverfield, what number five? That's hmm. being filmed now. That's just rumors, though, so we don't know what's going on there. So they they're wanting to do a Cloverfield movie a year for the next little while. Interesting. Yeah, I better get into it then, because it sounds like it's they're gonna start doing some cool things with it. Yeah, and it's the type of movie series where you're not gonna get answers. You just kind of got enjoy the ride for a while, and then they'll start filling in the blanks. Is what I gather. They'll start tying them all together after a little bit. Hmm. But I would okay. imagine for the first five or six movies, maybe even more, you're just going to get shots in time. You're not going to get an overall story. Maybe my guess is, as these movies are released, you'll have to piece it all together. Then you'll be able to come up with an overall story that way. Hmm, okay, interesting. So different way to, you know, show movies, tie them together. And I, I appreciate that. So, uh, for our movie of the week, we just finished our review of Thor. You can find that on our website, randommakes.com, as well as soundcloud.com or iTunes or even Stitcher. You can watch that there. And for our Avenger movie next week... Officially, it's Iron Man 3, but Black Panther comes out next week. So you can swap Black Panther for Iron Man 3 and then see Iron Man 3, or you know however you want to do it. But in the next in the lineup is Iron Man 3, but I would recommend seeing that one and Black Panther. And we'll be there. We got our tickets. We'll be going to see that show on Friday, next Friday. And we'll be posting a, a review show shortly afterwards and also uh, we'll be reviewing the third Hobbit film in our Middle Earth series rewatch The Battle of the Five Armies which is the third Hobbit film so that'll be released here pretty soon if you're listening to it to this podcast as it's released if you're listening in the future it's already out so go check it out 
then after this third Hobbit film, we will be moving into the Lord of the Rings with the Fellowship of the Ring. And that'll probably be a couple weeks out. So I think we're going to step back and do it every other week or every two weeks, something like that. Every third week. Uh, we'll just see. Due to time, I think we're going to stretch it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we will finish you know, the series, do all the Middle Earth movies. So. so that's our show for the day. Lots of new trailers, lots of new movies coming out this summer. Excited. And we'll be going to see them. Um, what's Out of all the movies we talked about with Marvel, DC, the trailers, Cloverfield, Hobbit... Uh, Black Panther, Mark. What's what's the one that you're? If you were to say, I'm gonna go see that one opening day because it's awesome. Which one are you looking at? Um, out of everything we've talked about, I think I'm gonna have to say Magical Beasts. <laughs> yes, Harry For Potter, sure. Magical Beasts. And where to find him. Yep, yeah, the Crimes of Grindelwald. And we've only talked about this briefly, but uh, it looks amazing. I think second on my list would either be Venom or X-Men. Okay. And they haven't shown a trailer for Magical Beasts 2, right? No, they haven't. They have a release date. It's in November, uh, but we don't uh, know too much about it and what it's going to be. We do know a couple of the actors that will be in it. Dumbledore's been cast. Um Things like that. We'll see more Johnny Depp. But uh, other than that, yeah, there's not a whole lot that's been released in it. Yeah, that's interesting. They they released, I think, one publicity photo, right? The whole cast? Yeah. I think that's about yeah, it. The, mm-hmm. I would but imagine yeah. we see something here in the next month or two attached to one of them, these new movies. Yeah, I mean, they have to. I mean, they're, I mean, they're bringing in... A bunch of new people. Ezra Miller will be back, yeah. which is be nice. That, that he played Credence. You also know him as the new Flash in the movies. Jude Law, I think, as Professor Dumbledore will be great. Yeah, that's to see a younger Dumbledore. Younger Dumbledore. I think Johnny Depp uh, can bring some fun dynamic to to Grindelwald. Yeah, that uh, that we don't get to see a lot. And I I like to see Johnny Depp out of his. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, personification type thing. I, I think he's an amazing actor. He's been one of my favorite actors since I was a little kid. Uh, we're going to see Zoe Kravitz as Lita Lestrange. Uh, I, I just think that there's a lot of great potential with this. They're supposed to do five movies. Who knows if they'll actually do five, but I really enjoyed it. Eddie Raymond, Redmayne, of course. Newt Scam- Scamander. Is that Scamander? Um, he's a great actor as well. I've seen, he's played in quite a few movies, done a good job. So, um, I, I, I'm excited for this. I just wish we could see a trailer, you know, get get a sense of what we're going to get into, but that's probably the one movie this year that I'm just super excited about. I'm just, you know, I can't wait kind of thing. So, yeah. And for me, it's going to be solo. I mean, obviously. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, solo. You, that's your film, man. That's the yeah. Star Wars, and it'll be good. I, I, I do like, I, I do want to see that for sure. So I'm, yeah. that's gotta be in my top, you know, top three or four for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our show for the day. 
we want to thank you guys for joining us here on our podcast, uh, Random Angst. Uh, we're known as the Credulous Nerds, Mark and Justin. And we're your hosts for this podcast, as well as the other ones that we do. We thank you for listening. And as always, you can find us on our website, randomangst.com, on Facebook, facebook.com slash randomangst, on Instagram and Twitter under randomangst. Obviously, uh, you're probably listening to this on SoundCloud, but we're there, as well as iTunes and Stitcher. So please join us uh, every week as we produce and release these a podcast for your entertainment. We also have a Patreon account, and Patreon is a way for us to get paid while you listen to our podcast. And but fortunately for you, the listener, um, we're not that expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dollar a month, or maybe even five dollars a month if you're feeling generous. So. If you feel like our podcast is worth worth a dollar a month, um, please sign up on Patreon, donate a dollar a month for our service. Um, basically, we're earning um, what cents on the dollar for our time and our efforts in producing. We're gonna do this regardless if no one ever signs up, and we're just doing it for free. We're gonna do it that way, but. Uh, Gaining a followership, a follow, a following, sorry, gaining a following on Patreon will help us uh, produce better content, more frequent content, and um, allow us to do such thing as YouTube videos, uh, more broadcasts for our podcast to be able to branch out and do other franchises, other universes. So you will get your returns on donating a dollar a month. And if you're like me, a dollar a month is no big deal. I mean, I spend a dollar a month on soda every day, every other day, right? Buy a candy bar. Candy bars are $1.50 now. So you're actually saving money and staying healthy if you donate a dollar a month instead of buying your candy bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. No, help us out. We uh, we want to keep doing this. I, and like Justin said, we're going to keep doing this regardless. Uh, but we would really appreciate some help. You know, that uh, anything that you can do, it's going to help us buy better equipment, spend more time researching, being better commentators. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'd, uh, we'd appreciate the gesture. You know, we, we really enjoy our fans. We, we, Thank you guys for listening to our stuff. We're excited to to do this, and anything you can do to help us out is great. And any comments you can leave us, any tips, anything that we can be doing better that you'd like us to do different, let us know. We'll we want to work with uh, you guys and work together to make this an amazing podcast. Yeah. In addition to uh, doing more episodes with Patreon, uh, we'll have exclusive content for those that do join Patreon and donate a dollar or five dollars a month and we also want to bring you guys more into the show we'll have opportunities to you know read your emails read your uh, posts specifically and talk about them specifically on our show and perhaps even bring you on as a guest that's something you're you're interested in so uh, it'll definitely pay off for you and it'll help us out a lot so we want to thank you guys for the time that you have lent us and for the opportunity we have to share our show with you our thoughts and we will be back next time with 
Hobbit Battle of the Five Armies. So stay tuned for that review show. I want to thank you guys for listening us to us, and you guys have a good night. See you guys.